Hello, Brisbane. Minister for Sport says Brisbane crowds are consistently the league's biggest. North Korea launching an intermediate-range missile over Brisbane's new bike hire scheme. What am I going to see in Paris that I can't see in Nashville? Like, at what point is a Highgate Hill? At what point is it South Brisbane or South Bank? You will find the location of where the treasure of Brisbane is hidden, mate. When I arrived, they advised I needed some 4X. Hello and welcome to Unpacking Brisbane, another week of the podcast where we take a suburb of Brisbane each week and we find out what makes it tick, what's behind the break, so to speak. Now, uh, might be a bit of a different sound for you starting off today because, uh, unfortunately, Joe Dwyer is not in studio for today's episode. We're not doing it together. Uh, he is, of course, as we uh, do, as was a development at the end of last week's episode, is actually uh, he's running as the as the running mate to the junior senator from Oregon. Uh, that is Tim Stem. Uh, he's running in his re-election campaign as his uh, his vice senator, a position uh, that we didn't really think was a thing, but Stem has gone ahead and added it in. Now I'm just trying to fiddle with the Skype here. So Joey, um, have you got us there, mate? Yep. 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 Can you hear me? Can yeah, you hear me? yeah. Hang, you're... hang on, I'll, I'll come closer to the mic. Just how's look. this sounding, Henry? It's good. Good. We've just got a little connection works there. Just it's. Hang on. You're just a little out with your lips, so like a little out. Of oh, your, okay, from okay. Your, how like, how about now? I'm enunciating now. How that's about now? Better. Um, it is. Hang on, no, I got it. Where are you in a? It looks like you're in a like a town hall. Sort yeah, of thing. yeah, yeah. You backstage? Oh, or? No, no. We're actually live on stage right now. This is going out to uh, the people of Wahoming. Uh, okay. Oregon, uh, yeah, yeah. named after someone who mispronounced Wyoming, which is another state. Cool, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. they're talking about Medicare for All. They're talking about affordable health, right. affordable health care. But um, more than anything, they're talking about the suburbs of Brisbane here, Henry. Yeah, it's become... Um, but I mean, by your presence on the ticket, it's become one of the major yeah. issues in the Oregon well, Senate yeah, I'm election. I'm not trying to be arrogant, but no, no. like, it does seem like, you know, our podcast and, and my presence here in uh, Oregon, it's all they talk about now. It's yeah. crazy. Um, but with that spirit, um, obviously we haven't been able to communicate much because I've been so busy on the campaign. What suburb are we going to talk about today? Yeah, sorry, mate. I know we didn't quite get to communicate. No, no, uh, no. Today, mate, we are doing West End. Ah. West End, one of the most famous and, dare I say, divisive. Incredibly divisive. And, uh, you know, obviously, travelling through America, I'm here to heal, not divide. But um, just between you and me... Uh, yeah. I'm ready for a fucking you... divisive episode, mate. Yeah, well, I mean, and, um, so just to get, like, obviously, mate, love you to bits and happy yeah, to yeah, have yeah. you here, but you're you're definitely, you've got time to do this. You okay? Um, yeah, what, I'll just hang on, I'll just get a show, uh, show of hands from the audience, uh, Town Hall, who's happy for me to record this episode live? Yep. Looks oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, These people seem to want to hear... Our thoughts about West End. How's the um? How's the? Sorry, uh, we, we will get to West End. So yeah, this we'll is obviously it. Yeah, yeah. quite a big deal for me that my best mate is running you know? uh, for uh, vice yeah. senator yeah. in Oregon. How how are the polling numbers looking over there, mate? Um, yeah, it's okay. We're at about twenty four percent. Coming in second, leaders at about thirty one. Okay. Uh, a guy called Jim Stem, actually Tim's brother. Yeah, I heard he was yeah, running as his brother. Um, so I've sort of stumbled into family tensions more than I thought I would, and I'm sure. not loving it. Yeah, cool. Um, but it's, it's ma- and the main point of disagreement is uh, their own dad's will, yeah, uh, which yeah. is annoying for the, yeah, for the yeah, voters yeah. of Oregon to be. And it's funny because their own dad is also called Will. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Will's Will. Yeah, as, their uh, own dad's Will. Uh, will. We yeah. laugh, don't we? Yeah. Okay, well, well that's enough of Oregon. Let's get into West End. And we did mention, yeah, we mentioned it's a divisive one. We're going to see how it goes. Uh, we don't. I, we'll explain this later. We, this isn't going to be... If, if you are someone who lives in West End yeah. or is kind of in... It, this isn't going to be West End bashing. I want to no. say that from the beginning. We're going to get a little bit more... Because it's it's as 
basic as it is to completely unapologetically love West End, it is that is that is I don't think quite as bad of a sin as someone who, without analysis, just hates West End for True. the sake of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you hate West End because you like don't like the left, you're like, oh, I hate these bloody latte liberals. Like James McGrath coming out and saying the ABC headquarters should be moved because they're controlled by latte liberals. That's the kind of person who just sort of, without justification, hates West End. And I think, if anything, the it, most recent federal election says that it, Queensland yeah. isn't exactly <laughs> swimming in latte no, liberals. We're, we're not enamoured with latte no, liberals no, no. in some quarters. Mm. But I think it's worth saying from the outset, like, and we'll obviously get into it, Like, I, I don't like West End. Uh, yeah. I, I've had some great times there and there's some great people there, but my reasons for disliking it are not, you know, I agree with, you know, most people who live in West End and most of their messages, but yeah, it, it's silly to just hate West End on the basis of, oh, I hate the Greens, I hate people who seem arrogant, but... Yeah, using it, is, it as, using West End as a pariah yeah, for don't the use political... It as a proxy, yeah. but... but but if you do have reasons for hatred, uh, that, that there may be some justifications. And we'll, we'll dive into all that and more. Of course, we'll talk about uh, whether it fucks. And we'll also talk about, yeah. uh, we'll have a guest on later on. So it's yeah, going to be a, a chock full episode. Before Fantastic. we get into that, a uh, bit of housekeeping, of course. Mm. Uh, mate, people know. If you know by now. If you've made it this episode, yeah. you probably know. Uh, <laughs> no one's diving in. We love Brisbane. We yeah, love suburbs. Right. But we don't. Just do it for that. We are using this podcast somewhat cynically, uh, somewhat opportunistically to get the attention of Andrew Lofthouse. Lofty, baby, it's been six episodes now. Oh, God. And it feels like he might never get in contact with Henry. Because I well, feel like with Pete, mate, um, you've obviously been so busy on the campaign trail yeah, uh, answering, you know, questions about your stance on universal basic income. Yeah. I have found a little universal Whereas basic my- knowledge of myself. I was going to say, I love universal basic bitches. Thoughts? Yeah, it's well, been my campaign line. That's a bit of a gaff. <laughs> How's that play in Oregon, bro? That's actually incredibly well. <laughs> okay. Uh, you, you can wear that one. Uh, I So someone at work in a bit of a development, mate, was yeah. chatting the other day. Uh, lovely girl. And she works not only uh, at, at where I work, but she works at Channel 9 oh, as big, well. Oh, big, big, big. With- well... Piqued my interest. I said, oh, yeah, what exactly do you do at nine? Uh, she said, I, I work in and around the newsroom. Oh and, it, uh, you know, obviously I'm trying to contain my excitement at this point, kind of gripping my knuckles under the table. Yeah. She goes, yeah. Um, and I go, oh, do you work with, you know, Melissa and Andrew? Oh, good. You're sort of, you're sort I started of with Melissa. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, got a red herring yeah, with yeah. Melissa, yeah, who we clever. obviously love as well. Yeah, great. And then I said, oh, yeah, and you'd, um, yeah, you'd know, uh, you know Andrew Lofthouse then. She goes, <laughs> yeah, 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 see Lofty every day. <gasps> she says Lofty too. She, she, she says lofty. Oh, that is yeah. bloody fantastic. I don't think we coined that, mate, to be honest. Oh, no, no, I, I thought we did. I thought that was going to be the big intellectual property takeaway from the podcast is the nickname of lofty. So, yeah, so I've gone, I've gone to her. Oh, yeah, yeah. cool. You, you know, you know, lofty. And she goes, yeah, he's, um, he's an absolute pleasure to work with. And I said, oh, really? And she goes, yeah, he's absolutely the most courteous, gentle, like oh. beautiful man to work with. Very, very uh, like generous with his knowledge and, and teaching me. And I said, that's really interesting because I've been ghosted by the bloke for the better part of six episodes of a podcast. Yeah. Now, here is where it develops. Okay. She said he'd never do that. She said he's the kind of guy who would, if there was someone out there trying to sell Brisbane, trying to get amongst the city's weeds, then he would he would be on board. Oh, my God. So, yeah, so he would want to be a part of Here's it. Here's what I think's happening. Yeah. Channel 9, big corporation. Huge Obviously, corporation. want to protect their assets. Competitive corporation. Yeah. I reckon. Here's what's happened. 
They reckon if Andrew Lofthouse gets a whiff of what we're doing, he's not staying at Channel 9. Oh, my God. He's jumping off that ship, mate. He oh. walking the plank. He diving into the salty sea of this podcast, so dude. He, so, he clearly, it's not going to be a money game with Lofty. It's going to be about passion. And he's passionate about Brisbane. Why would it? free. Why would he, would he, he be passionate about Brisbane. So, I think... Not unlike what Dobby did at the beginning <gasps> of Chamber of Secrets. Yes. Our correspondence, he's, he's protecting the... He's taking the letters away while we're stuck here in the Dursley spare bedroom Recording to- a... Lofthouse free podcast Mate His staff Are embargoing oh him God. How many emails Have we written Andrew Lofthouse uh, Me personally Hundreds Yeah exactly yeah. And you're and you're campaigning In Oregon uh, I I'm literally I've sent him Official campaign flyers On it scrawled Lofty I beg you Come on I'm our show I'm wearing out The keys on my MacBook brother <laughs> I have written That many an email I say <laughs> We hate we hate latte liberals But do pretty early To drop MacBooks Yeah so So what is Yeah we'll, we'll live uh, So mate What I'm saying Is Andrew yeah. Lofthouse staff are out of jealousy keeping him from us and I think we're, we've gone too far just trying to appeal to the aura of Lofthouse we need to talk to the man the man himself we need to appeal personally and that's why I thought it was time to take some time to talk not to Lofty but to Andrew hey Andy it's me your son you know we've had a lot of laughs on this show some of them warranted. But there's one thing we haven't spoken enough about. And that's family, man. Some people don't have big, happy families. Some people don't have cousins coming over on Easter for a Humpty Dumpty chocolate with little smarties in the middle. No, we don't all have that, man. Some people's family is a little place called Brisbane. Some people's place is home. Andy, you've been the voice of this city for nigh on 80 years. Do you think maybe it's time that instead of speaking to everyone, you spoke to yourself? Ask yourself a question. Don't worry about what your staff are saying. Let the advisors and the polling and the Channel 9 execs take a day off and go to the Noosa Canal for a stand-up cattle board. That was cattle board. Board. And mate, maybe you come in here. Maybe you come here to Joe's downstairs bedroom and just sit here. Don't worry about the news. Don't worry about flash flooding in Turinga. Don't worry about which IGA's meat has been developing a film on the surface. Don't worry about uh, Channel 7 and where the maths is pipping you guys. And the ratings, let it go, mate. And come here. Come to Brisbane. Come home. Henry, it's time after that great little sting for everyone's most hated in, uh, segment is Wikipedia Wig Out. How disastrous. I'm already fucking bored. <laughs> I know, how terrible. But, but, I've Why just... Why did we think this was a good thing to do in a podcast oh, as the second... It's the first the segment! Second, yeah, imagine if you're listening to, you know, whether it's your, our first episode or our sixth or seventh, you're listening to it and the second part of the show you hear is Wikipedia Wig Out. And you either think... 
we don't know it's boring or the more heinous crime of we know it's fucking boring and we do it anyway. Just the bloody reality. Yeah, but I've decided to streamline Whatever, the process. You know, oh. I've got I've got exactly one thing I want to talk to you about, Henry. Cool. Uh, it is it is about the fourth line on the admittedly sparse Wikipedia page. Mm. And it's why West End is called West End. Oh, I've always wondered about yeah, this. Yeah, um, I always assumed it was just geographical. Not at all. And it's an argument I've had many a time with family members that we'll get into. Come Actually, on. you know what? I'll, of course, that's what I'll you argue. Of the, course, oh, that's yeah. what you argue about with your I've family. Had, I've had verging on nasty spats with my mum and sister because they think it's west of the city. And I say, rightfully, no, it's not. It's directly <laughs> south of the city. It might be west of, like, South Brisbane. <laughs> But it's not west of the city. It's not in the western suburbs. If someone's like, I live in the western <laughs> suburbs, you're like, oh, yeah, how's Tawong? How's Taringa? How's Auckenflower? You're I not like, it. oh, how's West End? Bro? I just want our listeners to, to take a second to think about the last fight that they had with their, <laughs> their parents or siblings. Think about money or like... Yeah, <laughs> money or political views yeah. or, uh, you know, even things as small as taking the bins out or yeah. doing the dishwasher. Uh, in the in the Dwyer house, it's suburbs <laughs> of Brisbane. And, and it's not like a polite disagreement. Like, like you're hearing phrases like, no, it's fucking not. Mom. <laughs> but in in an act of mass validation for my theory, yeah. pretty much the first thing you read on the Wikipedia page is West End was named by early English settlers who found the area reminiscent of the West End of London. Oh, How good. Oh, that's cool. It's after London's West End. The theatrical centre yeah, of, uh, of the, the UK. You know, it's funny, the Broadway of London, and they're like, yep, that's a, that's a lot like West End here. So are they saying that the West End in Brisbane reminded them of the West End then in London. London. What yeah. elements? Because there's not really any theatres or any... Are they talking QPAC? Uh, uh, well, but that's in South Brisbane. I don't know what it is. Like, like you know, you're going to get people hosting open mic comedy at little bars, but it's not really the same as, like, Hamilton at the Victoria Palace Theatre or Phantom. Have you been to the Milk Factory, mate? No, least? true, true. You, but haven't, seen, you no. haven't seen Magic Mike on a Sunday, bro. <laughs> Lin-Manuel Miranda couldn't get a sign-up spot <laughs> if he tried. Yeah, Lin-Manuel Miranda, though, you know what I mean? His, uh, his tight five at the Boundary Hotel on rescuing an injured pigeon blew me away. It's down on the ground and I don't know what to do. Squawk, squawk, it says as I rescue you. Show me your notebook. I want to see if you prepared that. I did. Yeah, no, that took a few. Oh, that was a few. That was, that was a couple of years. Um, but <laughs> yeah, because no, I definitely knew this conversation would lead to the list. <laughs> yeah, uh, but no, it's just crazy to me that I'm like, also like, love to joke about you know open mic stuff. Um, presumably they saw the area with nothing there. Yeah, and because like, West End. When did they? I'm just I'm West looking through the yeah, Wikipedia like, itself. It There's no. Yeah, there's one sentence. West End was named by early English settlers who found the area reminiscent of the West so. End of London. Or maybe it was the West End of London before. It was its thing. I mean, it was because I wonder what. But I know, but London's been a city that's been around since like the 1100s. But I guess they yeah. wouldn't have always had theatre there. It's not like the Romans left in 1200 AD and they were like, we should leave Lame Mears running at the Barbican. Oh. It's a great, great show. Really compelling. We're going to invade, but and, um, of course, during the during the bombing of London in World yeah. War Two, they deliberately avoided the Kinky Boots yeah. uh, theatre just because yeah. they hadn't managed to catch it yet. Yeah. Uh, well, during- Sorry, <laughs> I was going to say something to the effect of, but during the bombing of London, they did avoid Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark, yeah. which is a musical that famously bombed. <laughs> just, just like everyone else. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. what, what's your big takeaway from the Wikipedia page, HB? I mean, apart from the fact that I haven't managed to catch yeah, the, the Les Mis revival mm. at uh, at Archive, as of, <laughs> as of yes. Amongst their 32 beers, there's also a French Revolution. Yeah, one deal more. Mm. Uh, empty beers at empty tables. Do you hear the people... <laughs> 
God, it's a special kind of friendship where you talk over each other's separate Les Mis references <laughs> <Yeah>. about beer. <laughs> Most people are like, yeah, two conflicting stories. No, no, no. no, no. Almost the exact same story. Uh, I was, I was going to go mm. a little, a little historical as well. I okay. haven't, I haven't strayed too far from the history subtitle no. of, uh, of the Wikipedia page here. Uh, but before the arrival of Europeans in West End, there was an Aboriginal camp in the area around uh, the part of Musgrave Park where Brisbane State High School now stands. Oh. Uh, Boundary Street in both West End and Spring Hill, because obviously there is a Boundary Street That's in, right. in both of those suburbs. Uh, both were named due to the racist policy of separating European arrivals from the Jagera and Turrbal peoples. So it was a literal boundary, these roads. Because a lot of people think, oh, maybe it's talking about the boundary between... Like suburbs. Suburbs of... Yeah. Uh, particularly Spring Hill, you feel like it could be the boundary between the city and Spring Hill and, proper. And Spring Hill proper, yeah. yeah. No, it's a. it was a... Literal boundary ah. separating uh, Europeans from Indigenous. Oh, so like so places like the Boundary Hotel. Well, I think it was. Still, I think it was still there. I think that was. Oh, because uh, it would have been a hotel that existed. I guess when the Boundary was there. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh, and, that's um, Not crazy of, about that. And I, I don't imagine it was something as cordial as sharing a drink with those with your differences. I'm sure yeah. it was probably a <laughs> uh, quite stay a, out of my way. A hot spot of racism. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's something for, and I guess a rather that's really interesting. Yeah. And, and somewhat uh, subversive of the fact that West End is now one of the more racially progressive very areas. Very seventy five percent of Brisbane's Greek population actually resides wow, in hectic. West hence, End. Hence why they have the Panuri Festival. Yes, of course. Which really? is which is actually in the Wikipedia page uh, under it's like the culture. Under isn't culture it? since 1976. I didn't realize it was that. No, Older the festival. West End has hosted the annual Panayuri Festival. I've actually never been to it. No, me neither. But One I've been those, caught a, in the horrendous yeah, traffic. Uh, it's exactly it like River Fire. In yeah. that it's a Brisbane thing that I've never really engaged in or been that much of a part of. You're not that into but River Fire. Mate, no, I don't, I don't care about River Fire. Like, oh, quite, I quite seriously don't care about it, yeah. Oh, my family all... We have, oh, we have a lunch. We, we give gifts. It's, uh, <laughs> we, I took you extremely serious for a I'm, second. I'm not joking at all, mate. River Fire <laughs> is the cultural apex of my family's calendar, man. What are you talking about? You're, you're saying you, you don't... About? Oh, we just have all... We even have the second cousins over. You're kidding. You don't do the River Fire traditional, traditional song? No, I don't break bread with anyone at River Fire. Well, don't they say it. I'm not a liar when I love the River Fire. I like to go to Maya, buy gifts for River Fire. I thought you were going to give us the other River Fire song, which is Bruce Springsteen's Oh, 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 River Fire. <laughs> or Johnny Cash's I fell into a burning river fire. I went down, 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 and the year nines got higher. Year nines used to smoke weed at River Fire. Very controversial. Yeah, no, no. I remember I had like friends in year 10. They'd be like, we got an apartment for River Fire. And I'm like, right, (laughs) fucking keep it to yourself, mate. How'd you swing that one, legend? (laughs) Hope you get your bond back, dickhead. Yeah, legit. It's year 10. Like, Don't don't miss the one. Get drunk in a park. (laughs) Don't spend money on an apartment. Yeah, you go to like Streets Beach and be like, I've got a flask of whiskey. Oh, Look, that one stays in the air for a bit and then sparkles down like it's raining fire. <laughs> you touched on the great thing there of like, you know, very subversive young drinking age. You're like, oh yeah, 400 mils of whiskey. That's the kind of thing I like to drink. Mm. <laughs> and I'm very much looking forward to the Game of Thrones prequel, uh, River Fire and Blood. Great. Uh, written about that period. Uh, the only other thing I was going to mention yeah. uh, from the Wikipedia page, again in the history, yeah. um, it sounds like it used to be like a 
genuine jungle. Listen to this description. The entire riverbank in the West End area was covered with impenetrable rainforest. This was described as a tangled mass of trees, vines, flowering creepers, staghorns, elk horns, towering scrub palms, giant ferns, and hundreds of other varieties of the fern family. Lovely family. They live down the road. (laughs) Beautiful and rare orchids and the wild passion flower. All right. uh, Bloody Post Malone. Along the riverbank itself were sandy beaches, water lilies in thousands, and dangling convolulus. Well, that is just absolutely bizarre. And funnily enough, sounds sounds like the living room of most share houses at West End nowadays. Ah, brought home, brought home. I was going to say, it sounds like a tangled mass of bloody left-wing politics nowadays. Oh. Am I right? Or I'll have my oat milk and vote for equality. Oh, oh no. I'm sorry, does this menu have a vegan? I live in Woolongabba. <laughs> I'm sorry, do you serve the yes vote on those eggs, Benny? Oh. Um, excuse me, I see you have bacon as a side, but not... Progress. <laughs> I hope people understand that we're the making fun of. <laughs> I hope people understand that we're making fun of, of people, people who make fun yeah, of West End. Yeah, yeah. but gee, if the if the soundbite might not work in our favour, that's I, okay. I was going to ask you, did you want to um, maybe catch up later this week and just shoot a few ideas I've had for a record over a ramen? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually having a powwow with someone over a couple of lattes about the sort of cooperative they're doing in the morning. But I could squeeze you in at 2.30. Uh, actually, no, I'm having a vision nap then. I can't do three. Three? Uh, I can't do three only because okay. I'm having a um I'm having a conference call with some koalas oh, okay. at that time. We're just gonna talk all about how we can uh, how we can get, get I was going get that leaf. I was going to go on an experience walk, um okay. actually with my boss from where I'm doing some freelance writing with respect to uh the, the power of the blanket. Yeah. Um right. as an idea of How long uh, will that take you around? Yeah, um or days. Yeah, days, right. yeah, we're yeah. walking. I, mean, I, know, I, mean, I knew that. I was expecting weeks. So that's actually yeah. a pretty short experience. No, that's fantastic. Walk. So we'll do our uh, Rhodesian ramen uh, yeah. from that place. It's a subversive name. They're actually adopting old colonial racist ideas and uh, empowering them. Uh, hence, sure. you know, Rhodesian ramen. And, cool. and uh, the whole menu is actually in Afrikaans. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, right. But yeah, we could pencil that in for about four and a half weeks from now, if that works for you. <sighs> that's, um, that's... Yeah, What's no, that? that's, yeah. No. Is that the protest at your cousin's christening? No, no, that's oh, over. That, is that the circumcision jamboree? Because I was going to bring the chips for that. Oh, thanks for that. Yeah, yeah cheers. No, no worries. No, no, it's just, I've just got work. Okay. So anyway, now it comes time for us to talk about the temporary West End. And, and like, there is a lot to say about it. As I sort of addressed earlier in the episode... Our listeners should know from the outset, I'm just, I'm not wild about West End. I don't like it. It is a divisive suburb. It is a controversial suburb. I've just never, ever been able to like it very much. I think before we get into your reasoning, we should yeah. pretty quickly just for, I mean, on the off chance that someone not from Brisbane is listening to this, West End is sort of, if you're in Melbourne, it's your Brunswick, it's your new town. If you're in Sydney, yeah. it's, it's, it's almost a bit I don't of know, new Perth town has mix- one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perth is like a town 200 kilometers away. Mate, it's Broome. Uh, mm, I think, yeah. Know, Adelaide suburbs. Well yeah, whatever. Uh, I think, I think there is an element of it's the hipster place. Yeah. It's the somewhat. Uh, very, very left-leaning, mm. progressive, uh, hippie area. Yeah, I think, I think I think that's enough of a yeah. summary for people to know and, what we mean. And it also is like a lot of those modern suburbs. It's a place that very evidently in the 70s and 80s was actually a place where 
a lot of working class and middle class people lived and a lot of these ideas sort of organically grew. But now, like due to gentrification, and you do see it in Brunswick and, in, and particularly in Newtown in Sydney, it's developing a little bit of the character of people who have come from some money and, and want to maybe, you know, feel a bit more raw and, like, live in a hub that they feel more accords with their views. Yeah. And they're more than entitled to do that. That's why a lot of Brisbane people move to Melbourne. But it, it does mean West End bears a different character. Like, this is a shot in the dark. I think I'd probably like West End more in the 70s than I do now. Yeah. I, I, I probably, it was probably a lot more dangerous. Like, Southbank was, like, genuinely dangerous. Yeah, you're like, I'm an embryo. <laughs> uh, I, I think there <laughs> a terrifying place to be as an embryo. Yeah, you're like, don't step on me, please. <laughs> please. Uh, I think there is a I think there is a lot to be said for what you've just touched on there in yeah. that West End in itself is full of a lot of organic West Enders yeah. who genuinely believe in the views that are somewhat sarcastically tied to West End mm. who have grown up there and enjoy this and, and do have a, a a genuine love of the arts for and sure. a love of the culture that and you know West End is good for that. It is good for your, your music scene and your, oh. your we, we went to a good friend of ours, Katie, runs a queer and female only comedy night. And, and the at first a bar night there. she did, uh, I wasn't there. The first night I came to the second one, but wasn't there a line around the corner to get Hundreds in? of meters up the street. I, it was I mean, the kind that's of thing, awesome. That's the awesome. kind of thing where you can do something like that and say, it's, it's unreal. Yeah. So and, I, and I mean, I'm not, we've had some great cheap food, some Indian yeah. Lebanese food. It's a fantastic place. Yeah, the bar is good. Out. I've had the best halal snack pack I've yeah. ever had in West End. Like, it is good. There is, there is just a the aspect of it that probably makes it a bit of a laughing stock for greater, more out of Brisbane yeah. is the people who opportunistically latch onto it sort of as a supplement for a personality. Very true. I think yeah. it's a way of lashing out against your own insecurities of being just another run-of-the-mill mm, kind private of... School. Private school. Private school. Why Brisbane? Probably did debating. Yeah. Like, it, 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 is that, it is that feigning of... Uh, how do you how do you say it with that? Yeah, it's almost not it's as a, brutal it's not, it's as not feigning, a feigning personality. Of, it's not a feigning of poverty by any means no, or anything like no, that. No. But it is. It's that. It's that, almost trying to skip ahead to a point in your life where you've had real experiences and you're supplanting just living in West End into doing that. And we spoke about it in the and New also, Farm episode yeah. where Andrew McGann, the writer, literally didn't have thinking, enough yeah. life experience, so so sort of just dropped himself into a suburb hoping that the interesting aspects of his personality yeah. would form because of the environment but, that he was in. Which is, again, which is fine. totally fine to do and probably better than and, not and, making any concerted effort to change I was going to say, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're even more morally culpable than just being like, we're very comfortable with where we are. Let's keep it that way. It's it's kind of that... It's, it's when it becomes that next step further yeah. of someone who inorganically latches onto the idea of West End and then uses it to turn on people who aren't willing to go that far. Yeah. Is, very, is very probably true. what annoys me in my yeah. own personal life. The people who move to West End and are like, I I have this understanding of life that you don't. I have this progressive and I'm like, mate, we believe in the same ideas. And mate, also you're, you're from Ascot. A, yeah, you just, you just have yeah, a share house. You just live in a share house on Doorknock Terrace. Which is yeah. And and that's Henry, that touches on something as it's not necessarily as personal, but a big problem I have with West End and it, it probably breeds from a bit of a tall poppy syndrome is it does just get weirdly deified as like, oh, it's the best suburb in Brisbane. Yeah. And I just have a problem with like, I think the title of the best suburb in Brisbane is a hot contest. I don't even know in my own heart what I think it is. But there's so many people who just talk about it like, oh, there's no contest. It's almost as if the rest of Brisbane might as well not exist. It's got to be West End. Yeah. Like, mate, there's so much more to it. Particularly when West End's not an island. Like, at what point is a Highgate Hill? At what point is it South Brisbane or South Bank? Or the South Gabba? Bank West End gap yeah. is particularly blurry for me because, like, where, 
because the Boundary Hotel is West End, but then the Fox is always sort of tied in with South Bank. Yeah, very. And I, th- I think they're a, they're a pretty quick walk. Well, I think something that you could almost say is that, in a way, you know, West End is Melbourne's most northern suburb. It, it, it is in... Good line. Thanks, mate. Yeah, I actually... <laughs> put that on my... well, that's fun. Yeah. I wonder... Brisbane's most southern suburb? Oh, Carindale. <laughs> <laughs> it's where it's so like, maybe Ipswich. <laughs> yeah. Um, South Strati. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the shit one. Yeah, the worst uh, suburb. Oh, oh no. God. Hey, look, we've got a... a, a... Hey, look, we're not North Strati, but we share... Two thirds of the name. Imagine if you went to preschool, he's at South Strat. There's a mud flat. You're like a bit of a goober that no one told about. You're like, wow, I thought everyone was going to come here. This is so boring. Very quickly, though, I think I did go to South Stratty like 10 years ago. And there was a. Jesus Christ, Henry. Well, there was a playground with a giant chessboard. Yeah, just one. But with a giant chessboard <gasps> and a trampoline dug into the ground to the effect that like the ground was a trampoline. So I will, I will defend. I mean, that's sick. There's nothing like that in North Stratty. Yeah. And as you're not going to get arrested for underage drinking <laughs> on the bloody trampoline. No, and as someone who's broken two limbs, I've broken an arm and a leg on a trampoline. I love the idea of one in the ground. That sounds a hell of a lot less dangerous. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can't fall on the ground when you're no. on it. Uh, and that's, I mean, unless uh, you trip. That's falling on the ground when you're on it. Can't trip on a trampoline. Get out of my podcast. You can't trip on a trampoline, no, mate. You can only true. do a trick. Mm. Uh, but yeah, to circle back to West, West End, End, the topic of this suburb yeah. subject. Uh, the, oh, I have yeah, an anecdote. I, I, yeah. Okay, if, yeah. if you'll permit me, um, that I think quite neatly illustrates illustrates a bit of my problem with West End. Yeah, uh, we were at it was me and I don't think you were there, but a few other friends were at um, Brisbane Brewing Co. Yeah. Lovely place to get a beer. I really enjoy it there. Um, but it was a Saturday night, yeah, or a Friday night, one of the two, and it was pumping. It was a great energy. It was coming in at about eight o'clock, and you know, I'm not a quiet person. None of our friends are particularly quiet, and and you know, but there was this great energy. We were talking, laughing, having a lot of fun, and in the midst of all this happiness, clearly some 35, 40-year-old who doesn't work there, just someone having a beer nearby with you know his wife or a few friends, comes over and he sees young people having fun and he comes up, gets very much in my face, loudly does a shh. And we all, like, with a start, I look at this guy, I'm like, oh, yeah. hey, mate. And he's, he, he doesn't use full sentences. He doesn't explain his thoughts. He waves his finger like a helicopter rotor above his head, pointing to the room, and just says, Other people. Oh, God. Let's it hang for about five seconds, as if he's just delivered like a Sorkin-esque blow. Yeah. And then he walks away. And just that arrogance and the... To be honest... I mean, you, you are very loud. I'm very loud. But it's a Saturday night at a pumping bar at 8pm. Yeah. If you didn't want people to be loud, go home or go somewhere quieter. And also, so it just, wasn't just you being loud in a very small. No, quiet no, bar. that's a yeah. that's a different game. If, you know, for example, if I was in, you know, like that time, that time at the Thai restaurant where those two old oh, guys yeah, that came changes up, everything. Yeah, and, there was no one else said, at the Thai restaurant. And, uh, just <laughs> for context, listeners, yes. we're at a Thai restaurant this time in the valley. Uh, so maybe even more of a license to be rowdy. And two elderly valley gentlemen. On a Friday night <laughs> at nine. It was nine p.m. And two elderly gentlemen, <laughs> who I must point out were both wearing hats, came over to Joe and said, "Just so you know, the reason we're leaving is you." <laughs> First point. They finished. Yeah. First point, 
they'd finished their meal. It was very clear <laughs> that they'd paid their bill. The reason they were leaving is probably because they were done. Yeah. They, they weren't leaving two half-warm green Thai curries <laughs> sitting there uneaten. Being like, oh, we'd love to finish them, but the noise, the noise, <laughs> the noise, uh, man. Uh, but yeah, developing tr- developing trend. Second point is that yeah, there is a there is a motif of you yeah. being shirt fronted over was, your volume. I was probably more annoyed about it in West End mm. uh, because it was you know it was another young bloke. But yeah, it's just that. To be honest, there's a word in the English language that summed up my feelings about it, and I'd love to intellectualize it and say it was arrogance. Or pretension. Um, it was just a. It was just, it was just being a wanker. Yeah. Like, like it was just a wanky we've move. Dan- we've danced around the double yeah. word, but that's it's a just whole, a lot of. That's it's a just whole... a lot of wankers there. Yeah. <laughs> and it is. And it is. There is a a really genuine uh, side, I suppose, to West End. Like a couple of friends of mine, a very dear friend of mine as well. Um, he's re- he's from quite out of suburbs of Brisbane, he's moved in to West End and, and he's sort of at a point in his life where he's looking for the next um, the next chapter, I suppose, has sort of reached a, uh, a, a, a turning point where he's not sure that the degree he got is what he wants to use. And uh, he, he's loving West End and mm. just, you know, working at a coffee shop and finding... So mm. I think while it's easy to be cynical about West End mm. and you, yeah, walk around and say they're, oh, they're all wankers and stuff like that, they're all coastal mm. elites basically judging the rest of Brisbane and blah, 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 blah. It, it It is something where I'm like, if you're not hurting anyone, if you're not being mm. outwardly vicious to other parts of Brisbane, which a lot of people are, there is a, there is a subsect of West End that are the people who aren't willing to admit to themselves that they love Brisbane a little bit too much to move to Melbourne. Mm. Uh, and and I think they... But they can't bring themselves to keep living in Ascot. Totally. But there is... A, and there's a nice... And it's a lot of the time, it's a lighthearted, you know, people discovering their views and, and pushing mm. the envelope and going across the line to see where it is. I had a great experience recently where uh, I was going to a house party in, in West End and uh, the <laughs> the... People, the hosts in the group message posted and said, "Hey guys, uh, just come around the back when you get to the house. We're the one with the stop Adani sign out the front." <laughs> I was like, oh, "Okay, well that narrows it down." Yeah, I, I literally <laughs> I drove through Vulture Street the other day and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Hey guys, we're the one with the uh, stop Adani sign and the pride yeah. flag, and it's like, "Yeah, Jesus Christ, how am I ever going to find there?" We're the one, we're the one with the fairy lights around the vegetable garden. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll just, I'll just step around the turnips. We're the one that just loves a healthy dark stout in winter. <laughs> Okay, yeah, still does really <laughs> clarify. Oh, okay, well, it's great. Uh, so it could be all of them. <laughs> great for us to win two breaths. Be like, yeah, obviously there's a problem with cynicism about West End and be like, here's every trait we don't like <laughs> in a jovial way. But yeah, but I do think, you know, that's that's a decent exploration, I think, of why I struggle with the place. But it, I think it has enormous value. I would just probably, I probably couldn't live there. Well, you don't own a beanie as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'd, be, I'd be cold Because you didn't out of knitting place. it. Yeah. Yeah. I would say very quickly, mm. uh, Another reason I think in the last kind of four to five years that West End has very much become a talking point for the right and a talking point for how the progressive views have gone too far in that suburb in particular can probably be attributed to one man. That'd be Jonathan Shree, uh, the city councillor representing that area. Now, Jono, a lot of people love him, a lot of people don't like him, I think. For better or worse, he's an incredibly gifted and committed yeah. politician. He is like we're I, I, we're not going to comment on his views. I think he says a lot of good things, and there's a lot of things I might um, have a slight disagreement with him on. But he is unequivocally the most committed city councillor I've Hard ever seen. He would post man. four or five times a day, updating people on the minutia of council practice, and he <laughs> advocates for this stuff constantly to the point where I had to unfollow him on Facebook because he was posting about like. 
specific lane widths. Or no, no, he <laughs> yeah. posted. I saw he posted a thing about the width of the paint that marks the lane on a cycling lane and how if the width of the paint isn't wide enough, cyclists are getting an insufficient seven centimetres of, of space. That is next level service from a city councillor. Yeah. That is unbelievable. If, if you could do Yelp reviews, if it was a <laughs> restaurant, it would just be the best service in the world. I mean, it's called an election, isn't it? Yeah, it's sort of the, it's sort of the, yeah, yeah, sort of the review I mean, of a councillor. I mean, yeah. you do sound like a really lame startup guy. It's like, yeah. yo, guys, elections are really just the Yelp review of politicians. <laughs> Um, And, you know, the Labour Party, only three stars. Um, But, yeah, he is unequivocally so passionate and committed. And he's he's almost a microcosm of what West End breeds, where a lot of people might be like, oh, I don't know about that. But he loves it. And he, you know, is so easily lovable and loved. To be honest, we were saying, like, he'd probably come on this show. Like, if he heard we were talking about West End, talking about this space and what matters and what it is, like, he cares so deeply. He, yeah, he's, he's pretty... He's pretty committed, and he he also like yeah on his Facebook presence as well. Like he does post these uh, events, these Facebook events, and he's like, oh yeah, we're just having a house party at someone's house. Yeah, and he's like, open invite to the suburb. This is the address. We're gonna be playing some music because he's in uh, he's in a band called the Moldy Lovers. Oh, that's right. Which friends of ours have played with numerous times. Yeah, great. Yeah, Yeah, awesome band. And he uh and he's like, yeah, come around. We'll be making some herbal tea, hanging out in the backyard. We'll be doing a massive like kind of soup or curry or something like. And it just opens it up. Like you're not you're not getting. that from many local councillors it's it's Mate, fucking like Sterling, awesome Sterling Hinchcliffe might have given me a certificate in year five on school assembly but I'm not going <laughs> to his house for a beer like <laughs> yeah. yeah imagine getting that from Trevor Evans yeah yeah <laughs> you know, boys come round like, yeah thanks Trevor yeah, come round we'll, we'll play Super Smash Bros. Yeah, come around. I got a VR headset. <laughs> right, oh, Trev. Is, how'd you afford that, mate? Yeah. Is that where my taxes are going? <laughs> to, your, to your VR? <laughs> to your sick VR. But yeah, yeah, no. I would say, he's, yeah, he's it's cool, man. And I and we, so, I mean, Joe and I both had a fairly extensive uh, involvement with our university's review. Mm. Uh, that's the, with for the those, UE. For those playing along at home, the, the UE review, as in uh, sketches and comedy and mm. songs. And, uh, mate, Jono was involved in that for like seven years. Oh, that's right. He convened it because, and uh, he, so he has a massive involvement at uni. He also, I'm sure he won't mind me telling, uh, the reason that the valedictorian at the UQ Law Dinner is no longer allowed to speak is oh. because he he was elected valedictorian yeah. back in his day. Oh, so he's wicked smart. Wicked smart. Yeah, yeah. He was elected valedictorian in his final year of uni, and he got up and he dropped the C word <laughs> in his speech, and Justice Kiefel of the High Court was there, <laughs> and she was like, I'm going to tell judges not to come to this thing anymore. Oh, my so God. So that's why the valedictorian no longer speaks at Lauded. I mean, I mean, that is... That is- because John O'Street just I'd got up and dropped for a, him in a goddamn heartbeat. It was amazing. Why is he putting that in campaign leaflets? That is the <laughs> Oh, that's how he's going to win over the right. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. It's like, he's yeah, guys, yeah, I took stuffy judges and I said the C word at their dinner. That wins you like a generation of right-wing young men. Yeah. So I say the C word. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he, he's something else. And we also, I, I actually did a cameo performance with him mm. in the in the Law Review video yeah, that I, I mean, directed. You, I mean, yeah, you didn't cameo. No, no, sorry. He, he came out in, and I just messaged him on Facebook, and he was like, "Yeah, absolutely, turn up." And if you go to, you can go to YouTube and type in UQ Law Review Carpool Judiciary, yeah, yeah. I think it was called, and he's in it. And mate, he, I turned up basically. Me and uh, Anthony, who were directing on the day, mm. we were like, "Oh, we'll just turn up and play by ear," sort of thing. Mate, he had written a script. Uh, that was the most self-deprecating thing I've ever seen. He wore the rainbow scarf that mm. he had kind of gone viral for. He got like national fame for the rainbow scarf. Wearing the rainbow Marissa scarf during, was going crazy. Yeah, during the plebiscite awesome. discussion. Yeah. Um, mate, just fully took the piss out of himself. Got in the car, wrapped a full verse from. What's that? It's just like that. 
Like, I, I, the, I can't even begin to explain how much I don't know. Just watch the video. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but it was good. Yeah. He So he, I think he's become a pariah. Mm. He's become sort of the focus point yeah, for... He's become a pariah. He's become a messiah to those who like him. And, uh, and yeah. And either way, he's a great... Yeah, clearly a great guy. But yeah. Let's now, Henry, I think you had one more thing to uh, talk about with uh, Contemporary West End, if I'm not wrong, about a little oh. play, about some... Some friends of yours had yeah. a little experience. God, we've probably, we've probably gone on a little bit long here, but uh, a few friends of mine, so this was very funny, uh, they were in uh, UQ's uh, theatre company and they were doing a play, very famous play, called One Man, Two Governors, uh, which is actually the play where James Corden kind of oh. had his big break. Uh Based on a comedy of Delatte, very, very famous comedy. Now, they were doing this as their production of, and they were, I think, halfway through the rehearsal and production period, yeah. it was all coming together. So, and, then, and then they just get some correspondence from the uh, copyright holders of One Man, Two Covenants, and they're like, oh, you absolutely don't have the rights for this. And they were like, yeah, fair cop. And they repurposed the One Man, Two Governors script and actually wrote it and set it in West End. Oh, shoot. The play itself was called West Ended. Fantastic. Uh, so this is several years ago. I messaged the boys today just saying uh, that we were recording this and whether they could provide a little knowledge about yeah. what tropes of West End they leaned on. So I said, I was hoping you could provide a brief summary of the plot and experience of West Ended uh, for a podcast I'm recording tonight. Uh, Alex goes, surely not. Am I being punked? <laughs> Dom goes, but why? <laughs> Kel goes, I couldn't tell you what it's about now because I definitely couldn't tell you what it was about then. <laughs> I was like, just anything. And I was like, come on, just anything. Anything about it being set in West End. And they're like, Dom goes, yeah, there were a couple of vague references to South Bank Beach. And then they, the discussion unfolds. Apparently, there were condoms in the South Bank Beach. Okay. Seems um, like better for a play called... South Bank. Yeah, I know. Uh, there were no chairs in the play, only milk crates. Funny. There was Good. a succulent wall. Um, <laughs> they said the point, the plot was essentially just the same as One Man, Two Governors to the point of plagiarism. <laughs> um, there was a scene where one of the characters vaped in a dumpster. <laughs> uh, all the jokes about Brighton in London were replaced with West End. So essentially Good. taking on hipster culture. Yeah. There was lots of marijuana stuff. They were both meant to be smoking weed. Uh yeah, there there was one about there weren't actually and then Alex says there weren't actually any specific takedowns of West End really, just like memes on a side bowl sitting yeah. on milk crates. So they just did enough to avoid being sued Alex without goes, necessarily delving into a critique. Alex goes, At one point my character exclaimed, I just want normal food. Uh <laughs> And then apparently the Some play... brilliant writing. <laughs> and then uh, apparently it was objectively homophobic. Um, uh, there was like some casual sexual assaults written in. A lot of the lines were improvised, usually better than what was written. Uh, one bloke here says he wore a cricket box due to the amount of times his genitals were groped in the show. God, didn't know Jeffrey Rush cameoed, allegedly. Uh, and then... Uh, apparently please, one per- please sue us Apparently one Yeah Alright bring it on Barbosa uh, Apparently one person goes Played a woman Pretending to be a man Which she portrayed Using a beanie And nothing else <laughs> <laughs> As if women Can't wear beanies And then And then Apparently it was just An absolute mess And Brilliant. I was and I, and I kind of finished off By going Listen Um I'll just talk about the play in general terms Don't want to be mean about it I'll just refer to The West End cliches That were leaned on And then um, The response I got was Please be mean about it. <laughs> uh, so we'll take this opportunity to be mean about it, presumably. And um, yeah, so oh no, what a disaster! Oh, dear. well, oh, that's nastiness. Uh, yeah, so anyway, that's West End. And there uh, we go. And that's West End. 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 And that's West End.
Sorry, listen. Joe has like spat a veggie chip oh, like, I've across spat the room. Most, like a tenth of the chip. <laughs> That's heaps of a veggie <laughs> no, chip. No, it was already partially digested. I don't know what you're complaining about. It was mostly. I'm dumb. glad it wasn't fully digested because that's when you <laughs> shattered on my arm. Yeah. Anyway, um, does that... does West End Park? We're doing does West End yeah, Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, as you might have heard in that little audio bit before yeah, we got sorry, to. Yeah, sorry about that, my mate. Am, my arm's like damp from the veggie chip. How do okay, you like, I, I can't manage even begin to, to explain it to this. Yeah, I, I can't even begin to explain how little sympathy I have for your situation right now. Just <laughs> eat a veggie chip and shut up. Uh, does West End fuck Henry? It's uh, fuck. It's the question you ask. Yeah, it's the question it. I ask. Yeah, now, we, now the audience is you know listening to the sultry sounds of Henry chewing on a veggie yeah, chip. Can wait for me to fill up my uh, belly with with, nice. with, with fibre uh, and vegetables. I think it's just plain. It's like people are like. Do you get your two fruit and five veg a day? And it's like, yeah, five veggie chips, done, yummo. But yeah, does West End fuck? It's uh, it's the question on everyone's mm. lips, on everyone's mouth, everyone's mouth. Uh, a pretty simple answer. Um, I think yeah, but it's not sexy. Explain. Um, I think, I think West End does actually have. Actually, you know what? I'm almost gonna take that back. I think yes, and it's exploratory and it means a lot. I think West End does sort of have the vibe of a bit of a counterculture place, like a bit of a really groovy place. I'm thinking of the cooler parts of West End, and I'm thinking, yeah, it does, it does fuck, and I, I think it, you know, it means something. It, it's going to be a formative memory in someone's life. If you're West End and you're fucking, then you're making a bit of a difference. You're making an impact, however that may look like. What do you think? I don't all know what you mean by that. I think I've explained <laughs> gonna, it. I can't push. I think back. I've explained it possibly the best I can. <laughs> Acknowledging it's a very esoteric idea We're okay. going to have to wait to see whether listeners respond I mean, it's a very esoteric st- st- um, suburb And this is I a mean, pretty esoteric say, segment yeah, of the, yeah, pretty of esoteric the Oh, it's an incredibly esoteric segment um, It's a segment oh, that if you don't instantly know what we're talking about You never will oh, Yeah, What I do you think? Yeah, I don't know, I haven't actually put a whole lot of thought into this one Before we started recording Shit, it. Were oh, we I- meant to put a whole lot a thought into this segment. I mean, and we haven't up till now, and it's no. worked <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, yeah, I'd say it does on rare occasions. Okay. And it would usually Christmas and New Year's. Yeah, maybe an Easter. <laughs> uh, I, I think. I think it probably and River Fire, obviously as well. <laughs> I think. Pull back. I think it has almost exclusively like threesomes and sort of like. Like it, it would like fuck in a hammock or something. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like Henry, it wouldn't be. Henry, you've just explained what I'm saying in a better way. Yeah, like, like like it, yeah, yeah. well, that's cool. Yeah, like explaining. it creates. Yeah, but I didn't want to limit it to threesomes and hammock fucking. I was saying, <laughs> I think it creates like when West End fucks it, it does so in a more unique way and creates more unique memories. Like, I don't think West End has done missionary for the last five years. I think it's fucking with. Scented candles yeah. lit around the room, sort of thing. Are we talk- are we going to go as far as saying that West End has been involved in orgies? Oh God, yeah, yeah, okay. And cool. I think I think they've had nothing but like bizarrely positive experiences. Like yeah. they walk away being like, it wasn't just you know, obviously the orgy was fun, but I got to know a couple of people there really well. And yeah, we're getting breakfast tomorrow morning. It's gonna be great. <laughs> oh yeah, there's there's definitely a breakfast going down. Yeah, hundred percent. I booked a table at morning after. Yeah. Oh, cool, awesome. Actually, great, ah, it's full. Actually, great place. Can we have three monkeys instead? It's full. Now, do you want to go to? I don't know. Archive? Do they do brekkie? Yeah, 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 yeah. They do a brekkie beer <laughs> where they just put a fried egg. Yeah, in a, just pretty disgusting. In a pale ale. But yeah, so yeah, no, I'm with you on, I, I do think it's, you know, hammock type stuff, it's threesome type stuff, but yeah, I don't know if it, it's not a conventional 
I don't but, know how. Yeah, I don't know how commonly West End is. Yeah, fucking. true. Yeah, it's, it's not every night, and that's not to you know. Obviously, when other people, not naming any names, not on, not naming any names, like the hosts of this thing, like mm. if if there is a dry streak, for example, yeah, not that is seen names. as a negative. I feel like West End is. When it's having sex, it's enjoying it, but it would yeah. never feel any sense of devalued no worth by the fact that it's not having sex because it's like, oh, well, I was doing a painting that day. Absolutely. Yeah. I was doing something else. Oh, I think, and what you've stumbled I across there that I was enriching myself in a way absolutely. that didn't involve sex. Not necessarily erotic. And what you've stumbled across there, and probably the last thing I'll say on it is, oh, I think West End has an incredibly healthy relationship with sex and mm. sexuality. Oh, oh, I think it's got a really positive, really healthy relationship. It's probably our most oh, serious so take on Double <laughs> Suburb also, Fuck. I was also so warm. Do you want another veggie chip? Uh, yeah, it'd be great. Spit! <laughs> got him on the, I've got him on the forehead for everyone. Oh, no! <laughs> and I said it's not Suncorp Stadium. It's not Lang Park. It's my home. And welcome back. Uh, this is usually the interview segment, and I thought maybe for once it was going to actually be Joe and I able to conduct the interview, but of course he's uh, he's in Oregon, and he unfortunately had to cut off our Skype conversation because he's had to run to a small event uh, in a in a farm sort of area of the state. They're going to be discussing the rising price of hay. Uh, so good luck to Joe. Hopefully the campaign trail is going well and good luck, of course, to Tim Stem, who will be uh, uh, competing very soon in that re-election. And so uh, without much further ado, obviously we haven't actually had a musician on the show up until this point, but West End being the kind of cultural hub that it is in Brisbane, we thought it would be appropriate to get in an emerging Brisbane act. Here he is. Please welcome. Hey, mate, uh, it's open. Uh, Hi, yeah, I'll just I'll just come in and sit down here. Or? Yeah, good call, man. That's usually what you do with the chair. So come on in, have a seat. Uh, please welcome Mort Mason Mort, to Mort the show. Mason, yeah. And, um, I was just picking up on a little bit of negative energy from you there, man. So like, no, maybe, sorry, Mort. Uh, maybe we could just like work work through that together. Yeah, maybe um, you'll maybe you'll get a lyric out of it or two. Now, um, uh, Mort, welcome to. Uh, um, I mean, there's no need to take pot shots at the creative process. I mean, I'm just a musician trying my best, man. I don't know why. And that you are, and that's a little bit what I want to talk to you about. Mate, tell us how the band is going, of course, starting with uh, you've, you've recently changed the name of the band. Yeah, our, our band's name, um, it was it was Vertigo, um, mm. and now we've changed it to uh, Loose Change, right. which I think is really cool because, you know, we want to be, you know, playing music, so we want to be jingling in your pocket, like kind of like Loose Change. Um, and, and also, also referring to the fact that you don't really make any money. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you're a creative. You're not out there to make money. You're out there to make dreams, man. I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, you host a podcast about Brisbane suburbs. That's fucking creative. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. And, and the other thing about loose changes, we thought it was like kind of loose to change our name. Like you kind of like we thought that oh, was really yeah. funny. And um, so it's a meta kind of name. Yeah, it's kind of meta. Like like if we were to change our name a second time, like we might call our band name like like Change Two. And uh, actually, that's a fantastic name. Yeah, that's no. I should talk cool. to the boys. Yeah, cool. Um, but yeah, no, we re- we recently um. They released an EP and we just called it Untitled because, you know, man, we're so sick of labels. I mean, mm. places like trying to label us like on at 7pm or, you know, opening at 6pm. <laughs> Fuck that, man. I heard you and, and and you kind of make a concerted effort to wear no major clothing labels just to get away no, from that label. No. And, and you do see um, like most clothes have major clothing labels. So we're naked on stage, like I'd say the vast majority of time. And yeah, yeah it's, it, it hasn't gone down well. Well, I was going to, I was going to ask you about this because I was reading about it because yeah, you guys, as you mentioned, you're, you're sort of of the opinion that all clothes, whether or not they are factually produced in a, in a sweatshop, um, yeah. any clothes that aren't produced in a sweatshop are at least tacitly endorsing uh, that, oh, yeah. that model. So you've kind of gone off clothes almost as a genre. Now it, it's mate, 
it's it's caused some controversy because like you're playing you guys aren't I don't think you'd mind me saying you're not massive yet. Well, you no, you no, sort no, of have like, like 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 Well you you're playing in some pretty small venues is what well, I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, but like, like venues are as small as your imagination, bro. Like surely you know that a podcast audience is only as small as unpacking Bruce. Well it's not the only thing that's small is essentially what I'm referring to, that the audience is saying they're very close, they're getting a whole lot of you guys naked. Yeah. Do you not feel any sort of shame in that well, I know well, you no, do like, at like, least like, covering like, yourself with some okay. some fauna or flora. No, yeah, man, like, definitely flora. No, I'm not going to cover myself with a live animal, um, <laughs> except for music, which is a the live beast, you know, and the yeah. only one. But yeah, yeah, yeah. so, man, like, like for example, I, like I look at your feet, like what, oh, what do you and call my feet? Yeah, what do you call those on your feet? Uh, they're my shoes. Yeah, well, to me, they're foot prisons, and that's how I view, you know, which is actually the name of your upcoming single from the Untitled yeah, EP. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because we thought, yeah, we thought a good, you know, keep the EP untitled. But I mean, the songs have titles; so we're not completely insane. Um, but yeah, like we thought, you know, foot prisons and, and, and that's a, that's a chest prison that you're wearing there. Like that little gray t-shirt of yours, that little gray number, man, that's a chest prison. And mm. we just like to break chains with our music and our act. But yeah, you're right. And like people in the front row of our concerts do complain. Yeah. Um, particularly the, the they just wish you'd wear clothes. Yeah. And the bassist has like a, like a pretty like horrifying bladder problem. And so he can't really control it. So like, oh, if, yeah. he's, if he's had a drink before the show, like, yeah, you should be worried. So but, he's um, literally pissing. He's pissing all over the milk factory. And, you know, some people have been like, oh, if loose change are playing, it's the urine factory. And I'm like, yeah, good line. But are you out here on the front lines making rock and roll? Probably right. not. Now, um, you brought your guitar along. You were going to play us a little bit of yeah. foot prisons today. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Have you got a pick, man? I, I only, uh, only oh, it's all right. Yeah, you have a whole jar of them in this drawer here. Yeah. No, an, a half-empty forex gold can. No, that's okay, man. And now the guitar's untuned, and it's um, yeah, it's uh, it's an electric guitar. Okay, and, sweet. Uh, cool. Well, uh, I thought I give it a go. Okay. Here we are live, uh, live in the basement. This is uh, this is loose change with foot prisons. Right. You hearing me, man? Yep. Foot prisons on my shoes. Foot prisons on me and on you I gotta reject a foot prison I'm so scared They're gonna lock me up They're gonna throw away the key They're gonna forget all about you and me They're gonna throw away the key They're foot prisons for you and me and obviously, everything else is behind a paywall, but um, you yeah. Know, if you like the sound of foot prisons, I mean, cool man, you know, that's great. Buy, you, buy our thing on Bandcamp. Now I know you. <laughs> I know you have been pretty unapologetically pursuing that to get into the hottest one hundred at yeah, this I mean, year's countdown. How's that? Uh, how's that campaign? Yeah, Come on, um, yeah, terribly. I think you'll find like most of the Triple J audience, <laughs> yeah, they're not crazy about bands that have a lot of nudity. Um, no. and also something I've found devastating about this country, and I think it's probably our great national shame. Probably the single greatest national shame in Australia um, is the fact that most people like wearing shoes. They you actually reckon, you don't. Reckon that's, you reckon that's the worst? Yeah, that is the single greatest national shame. Is um, not to not to. The, I mean, we have detention centres, and of course, you know, going back a bit, stolen generations. Yeah, but or, I mean, yeah, but they're all they're all they're all prisons, and and I think the greatest prison is the foot prison. So yeah. I, I maintain that line. I'm nothing if not logically consistent. No. But yeah, it is a shame that most of Australia won't come with us on that. And um, right. So you don't think you don't think even uh, uh, maybe a, a, a top ninety spot um, on the hottest no, one hundred twenty twenty. No, there's always like there's always like fifteen heavy metal songs in the top eighty. Yeah, it's always like the Amity affliction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad we could bond on. And you're one and, thing. and you're you're actually quite close friends. I heard the uh, isn't the Amity affliction drummer actually your uncle? Yeah, yeah. 
Has that has he mentored you in any way with, uh, well, with his, Loose Change? Well, well, what you'll find actually with Amity Affliction is um, like all of their band's names sound quite similar. Yeah. So my full name's actually Mort Mason Defliction. Right. And um, yeah, my uncle's name is Damity Defliction. Right. And uh, Damity, no, he hasn't done a hell of a lot to help. Uh, he has shown me how to scream while playing the drums. Cool. Uh, which, given I play the guitar and sing, is like effectively fucking useless. Yeah, right. Um, but he uh, he took off his shoes when he came into my house. That's nice. Yeah, it's good. It's good that he's on board. But he's on board with the, the foot prisons thing. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Okay, well, transitioning yeah. a little bit away from the the foot prisons yeah, uh, campaign yeah, for, for for Triple J and whatnot, always. you have also got. Uh, so I, I got to go in about like. Five minutes, by the way. Like, I'm just on a break. Oh, what from? Like, my job. Oh, what do you do? I'm a barista's assistant. Oh, a barista's assistant? Yeah, yeah, They're yeah. Not ready to, yeah. not ready to trust you no, with the, no, with no, the beans I, yet, are they, mate? I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust me with the beans. Like, you know, barista's like, they sort of, you know, like, they need to do the showmanship. They need to impress the audience. And, you know, they need someone to be putting the rabbits into the hat, you know, sawing the ladies in half type stuff. And, and baristas need... Is that what you call holding the cup just to make sure that it doesn't spill while the, yeah. while the coffee's dripping oh, into I it? I thought yeah. you would have uh, worked in a cafe. You know, pulling a rabbit out of the hat is what you call it when you pull an espresso shot. I thought this was common, common knowledge. Yeah, right. Cool. Um, not, not exactly uh, akin to my experience in, in coffee shops, but I, I, I'm excited to hear a little bit about... Uh, this upcoming gig you've got going. It's the biggest one yet. You've sold upwards of, I've heard it's getting on 25 tickets no. to your Bearded Lady gig. Bearded Tell lady. us a bit about how it's going. <laughs> Man, we actually, uh, we're selling 28. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. So, um, you know, it's nearly a sellout. Updated yeah, information. Yeah. Very good. How good? Yeah, done under sales. But yeah, it's going to be really exciting. Uh, obviously, it's at the Bearded Lady, which is a great venue uh, named as a tribute to uh, the Hugh Jackman brilliant masterpiece the greatest showman and uh hopefully i'm going to be the greatest showman you know playing which you know, inspired a lot of your music yeah like, yeah, the yeah, greatest yeah. Showman, yeah well we always open our set with uh sort of acoustic and violin driven cover of uh this is me yeah right um except you know we actually make it we do sing it from the perspective of um a foot stuck inside foot prisons or what you'd call shoes uh, and we call it you know this is feet uh, it's generally pretty powerful stuff. So uh, yeah, right. yeah, tickets are uh, you know tickets are only ten dollars. Can we get a little? Can we get a little of this as feet? Is yeah. that right? <laughs> An offer I'm sure you were willing to back up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'll help you I, out. I actually, I'm a big. Yeah, fan. I was gonna yeah, say. Yeah. I feel like you strike me as man in my, no the lyrics more. Oh, so maybe your guess at wouldn't what bet this on feet sounds like wouldn't, wouldn't go maybe that that's far. That's gonna go better. All right. Well, let's see if we go. I am brave. <laughs> is that the chorus? When the sharpest shoes try to bring me down. Oh, yeah, you've been to one yeah. of our gigs, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and the laces get tied all around. Yeah. 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 This is huge. huge. This is smell. This is toenails nicely trimmed. This, this is, is feet. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm locked whoa. inside a whoa. prison shoe. Whoa, 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 whoa. And foot. I got... Foot. You go. No, foot, foot prisons trapping me and you um, oh, good. is the official lyric, but I like your take. But yeah, you know, tickets, uh, they're only you know, only $10. Uh, the booking fee is like uh, like 38 or something. Um, <laughs> oh, gosh. But, uh, but yeah, you know, and uh, booking fee actually only 36 if you buy 12 tickets or more. So uh, awesome. yeah, come along. I, I can't wait to see you there. I can't wait to see the rest of you there, Brisbane. I love you, Brisbane. Mwah. All right, well, Dawson, that is uh, that is Mort Mason who will, be, who will be playing the, the bearded lady with uh, and, and Untitled is out now on hey, all hey. on all good streaming platforms, and you can hear uh, Foot Prisons uh, at Triple J Unearthed and even chuck it a vote, um, and uh, you can hear him next week on Ben and Liam where he'll be doing his like a version of uh, Britney Spears's Toxic um, as sung. By a man who every guitar string broke except the E string. Awesome. Well, we look forward to it, Mort. Uh, thanks for coming in. Pleasure.
Unpacking Brisbane. Okay, well, thank you very much for joining us uh, once again for Unpacking Brisbane. That time we unpacked West End. Now, a bit of an announcement. Next week is going to be our final episode of Season 1. Very excited. We've obviously gone through some really iconic Brisbane suburbs, but many of you be, have been correctly saying that there's one we haven't touched. And it, it breaks my heart that this is a suburb... Joe and I have wanted to do since day one, and sadly, Joe won't be able to join us because next week, our recording does clash directly with the campaign climax. It is election day, so next week, we have a massive schedule. We're going to be trying our final attempt to get Andrew Lofthouse on the show. We have Joe in Oregon with live updates of campaigns, final stages, election day in Oregon. Will Tim Stem get re-elected to the Senate? And will Joe be his vice? And of course, we will also be taking on one of Brisbane's most iconic, if not the most iconic suburb that there is. Ladies and gentlemen, for our final episode, we will be doing Ashgrove. See you next week. You're listening to Unpacking Brisbane, brought to you by, well, no one yet.